Pay Ratties. We love delivering you fresh, hot piping trash directly to your ears every single week, but we need your help. Yeah, with the cost of living crisis, a lack of advertisers wanting to support a podcast serving this much c- and probably future defamation lawsuits on the horizon, we need your financial support. If you're in a position to, please join our Patreon or buy some merch to keep rats in the gutter alive and festering. Yeah, festering. Please. (laughs) We're desperate. Buy some merch! Right, right, right. Oh, me too. I think it's because I, we smoked a couple of ciggies last night. I and sound it's, like it's Nina giving, Simone. It's giving no. husky. It's giving Miley Cyrus <laughs> voice post. I don't have a lisp. <laughs> she doesn't have hey a lisp. Hey guys, it's me, Miley. She no, does have a lisp. My, that's not, I wouldn't say that's a lisp. It's the Jody thing anyway. Now, what if we have the Okay. 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 We're gonna do a clap, clap. We're gonna do a clap, clap. No, I don't need it. They're all on time code today. Okay. Cool. Good morning and welcome to Rats in the Gutter. My name is Johanna Cosgrove. And my name is Sam Takani. And we're back in business, baby. We're sitting in Tim's kitchen. Tim's kitchen. Yeah. With some beautiful Lego flowers. They are really beautiful. They're really lovely. Um. Would you have the patience to make a Lego flower? No, I have very little patience <laughs> across the board. <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday about how just generally impatient and belligerent I am as a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that's a virtue. I think impatience is a virtue. Well, it gets you. Sh- you get shit done. Yeah, you do get shit done. I did a snort monologue last night, and my monologue was about ambition. It's <laughs> oh, your favourite, isn't it? I was honestly, I felt my soul kind of ascend my body a little bit. I feel like every every single one of your projects is in a veiled way about ambition. Do you know what I mean? Duh. Yeah, everything you do references itself in a beautiful, beautiful way. In a beautiful manner, yeah. and that's artistry. <laughs> yeah, and that's nothing, nowhere, none of the time. No, 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 that, that. And that's nothing, nowhere, yeah, none, none of, of the, the time. time. And as I sit here, and I've got a beautiful half eaten. Um, potato top pie I am gluten free And sorry to my guts Sorry to my guts What does that mean On the drive home We have to put a tap hole In over the driver's seat No it just Are you mean, wearing a diaper It's the opposite It means I'm going to Bloat like a fucking blimp <laughs> Yuck <laughs> You're like Where's your hello There she <laughs> Just sinking to the bottom Of the ocean Like some sort of I don't know Orca released from captivity After 50 years <laughs> Um, what are even what are we talking about today? Advice. Advice. This is the advice bit. This is the, the advice. advice. Bit. Oh, yeah, cool. this is about, I've got a lot to give. Uh, <laughs> I've got. I've got a lot. To I give. absolutely hate unsolicited advice. Yeah, it's violent. It should be illegal. The other day, I and I know this person listens to the pod, and I don't give a fuck. I'm throwing them right under the bus, baby. <laughs> who is it? Um, you know who it is, but I'm going to tell you when we okay. finish, and the person will know when they hear it as Can well. Can you drop hints? It's my friend who lives in New York, and I was like. You know who it is. Oh, I don't. Nothing's coming to mind. You know who it is. What do they weigh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, I said that I was doing much more stand-up, which I am, which is really, really cool and exciting. And they were like, oh, that's so nice you're doing your little comedy. And then... Try- Get fucked. I know. Get fucked. I guess that isn't really advice. It's just an unsolicited opinion. Yeah. I'm finding... Okay, so obviously, you know, I'm of an age at the moment where a lot of people around me are having kids. Um, and I feel like it's, it's just the, it's the thing that 
you're expected to, to be celebratory about. Do you know what I mean? Like, like just carte blanche. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you're doing a little comedy or, or, or me doing a little film. <laughs> yeah. Like those things are cute, but. But I'm doing the real work of reproducing. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. It's like, you know, those are lovely little cherries, but where's the cake? Where's the cake of my placenta as I birth my child? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got it removed, you know, <laughs> th- uh, three months in, got it removed. Um, Full of vitamin <laughs> E. I ate the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have questions that are coming from listeners today. Yes. So in saying that Samuel and I both aren't big fans of unsolicited advice. Mm. Wait, wait, before we get into that, what's the worst piece of advice anyone's ever given you? Uh, pay your taxes. <laughs> I'm joking. I definitely do that. I definitely pay tax. Um, <laughs> you know, annually, I'd say. Uh, annually. Um, annually, bi-annually, bi-annually, monthly, um, weekly, then weekly, daily. Actually, I don't know. Worst piece of advice I've ever gotten. Um, well, I, can't, I can't recall. I feel like the worst piece of advice I ever got was someone in 2019 was like oh you shouldn't it's again it's a man t- trying to talk to me about my work he's like oh i don't think you should go to edinburgh was it me Did no I it that? wasn't it wasn't you it wasn't you so i was like oh i don't think you should go to edinburgh and i was like that made me want to go even more and then i went and i did really did what actually was his reasoning well. what he was his reasoning i don't think he thought that the show would translate to an international audience but also who the who the hell is he to have that yeah, opinion? Yeah, go fuck yourself. And who the hell is he to give that advice to me? You shut up, Craig from IT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you know about performance? Go away, Trent. You're a mechanic. Away, Trent. Trent is the hottest name. Like Honestly, my anus literally dilated when you said that, that word. If someone's called Trent, they fuck. Yeah. Look, eight, eight rugged inches. <laughs> eight rugged inches. Yeah. As purple as the devil's anus. You know, like. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I think that was maybe the worst just because it was most infuriating and I went directly against it and um It's not just unsolicited, it's uninformed. Yeah, uninformed. Mm. And unfeminist. And unfeminist. <laughs> unfeminist. Unfeminist. Um but speaking of that, so we've had some gorgeous <laughs> Speaking of the opposite of feminism, speaking here we are. The opposite of feminism, welcome to Rats yeah. Um Samuel and I we're going to go into this in another episode a little bit more, but Samuel and I had a live show that we recorded at the Basement Theatre, and due to technical difficulties, uh, entirely laying... Yeah, sure, we'll call it that. Yeah, yep. we'll call it cool. that. Yep. Entirely laying at the feet of the Basement Theatre. Um, <laughs> the show was not... Captured. Re- captured. captured recorded. Um, so we're performing to no one, essentially. We're no, there was an audience. No, there, there was, was a live audience. audience. Yeah. And maybe there was good, because there was some dicey stuff in there that probably would get us... Um, Cancelled. And we made enough money on the on the ticketing for to a couple of drinks tabs. Yeah, yeah, for the flights and a few drinks. Samuel's yeah. flights. And, and that's all I want in life, yeah. you know. <laughs> a flight here, a flight there, a few drinks. Um, I'm a simple soul. <laughs> I'm desperate to get on silver on in New Zealand. Silver? No. Oh, you have lounge aspirations. See, I've never set foot I in the Kudu Lounge. I have neither have I, and mm. I have full lounge aspirations. Have you actually you've never been in the Kudu Lounge? Because the way you talk life. about it, you give the impression that you're a seasoned Kudu Lounge resident, you know. I'm constantly like, cosplaying as rich and it's all a facade. <laughs> it's a complete facade. Girl, I'm not rich. Look at my bank account. I'm constantly cosplaying as rich on my taxes. On my taxes. No, I don't, well, not with the wealth tax coming in. It's not sending me right. Is but, that going to happen though? I hope so. If the Greens oh my God, get so in. political. Election year. Yeah, we're so election, political. So election, political. Election. <laughs> Two ticks green. Two ticks green. But anyway, Are you going double green this year? I always, I'm always double green. I go, um, I alternate between big and small red or big and small green. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
close and personal friend who was a Greens MP. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll um, go full Winnie this year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> full Winnie. Full Winnie. That is chaotic. From one psycho fan to another. You know? <laughs> <laughs> From one man with addiction to another. I don't. Does he have addiction? What's he addicted to? Smoke. Secretaries. Oh, is yeah. it? Is oh. it? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no, that's his brother Wayne. <laughs> have you seen Shane Shane Jones unhinged TikToks? Who's Shane Jones? Oh, oh that. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, do you know what? Let's put a pin in this because I want to talk about politics more in another episode. Okay, cool. We're going back to advice. Well, it's going to be hard because we are just both so consistently political, you I know, know what I mean? So just um, compartmentalize it like that. Are we going to be able to do I it? I know, and, but they don't want to hear our political advice today. I mean, we could. Anyway, we got sent, <laughs> Samuel and I got sent some beautiful questions from our ratties. That we did not write ourselves. That we did not, <laughs> that we definitely did not write ourselves and that definitely Tim did not manufacture. <laughs> and we did them in the live show, but because that wasn't um, recorded nor captured, we've decided to redo them. Okay, should I read out the first one? Yeah, go on. I, I can't remember what they were either. No, good. And I feel like our advice might change. I f- remember something vaguely about penis botulism, but I could have invented that. Oh, actually, you know what? That was a dream. <laughs> you know what? I that dreamed was a, was a dream <laughs> of penis This is mind. your dream time. <laughs> this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Okay, this is... Oh, a- my God. Hold that thought. Um... You know how we didn't capture the sound of the live, but we got the the visuals. Yeah, we look really good. Let's let's do a dub. <gasps> we should try let's do, and a, do dub. a dub. Let's do a dub. Make a note Let, of that. Yeah, term. yeah. Let's do a dub. And the dub will only be available on our Patreon. So yeah. please subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, yeah, gorgeous. And this is just a little preview of what you can expect. What you can expect. Which is namely every every anything that comes into mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is everything everywhere all at once. That we lock in a, nothing no nothing none of the time. Nothing no none of the time. Okay, sorry, I continue. I just had okay, that idea. Okay, I'm going to read the first question. Are yeah. you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Dear Sam and Johanna, they, this person spelt Johanna wrong. They spelt it with a Y. So already, I'm furious. Yeah, why does she hate the Dutch? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because of what they did to Java. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> I went on a road trip with my sibling from Christchurch to Invercargill for a highly cursed 21st birthday for an old school friend of theirs. They were super nervous about the fact that they hadn't seen a few people for a few years in small town vibes, etc. So I bought them a $10 super cash spectacular instant kiwi. They weren't that into the gift and didn't even scratch it for a couple of days. Then they did, and they won $2,500. This is basically Mm. a life-changing amount of money for them, but they didn't offer me a cent. Is that fucked up? It feels a little fucked up. Fucking love the pod. You guys are cooked. No, what's fucked up is that you think a $10 scratchy is a a valid gift. You know, like a $10 scratchy... A ten dollars that is not the gift. That's not the cake. That's the icing. A ten dollars scratchy is something that I would expect in the card at Christmas, alongside the gift. You know, like. Um, and in terms of like expecting them to share some of the bounty with you, absolutely fucking not. I think the phrase that stood out in that question. And, and that would stand up in court. They're not giving them money. That would stand up in court. That would stand up in court. I think the phrase that stood out for me in that old question was, and they didn't offer me a fucking cent. What in the entitled hell do you live? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Also, Sweetie, what, what are you doing in Invercargo? They don't know. And you, if you're yeah. from there, why are you going back? Why are you going back? You know? <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you, babe, but they don't owe you a fucking cent of that $2,500. No, they don't. And also, on a whole, I know we're in a cost of living crisis, so I've frankly had a guts full of hearing about other people's miserable poverty, especially when it's related to Invercargill. I'm just, that's put me, that's full Debbie Downer. Full Debbie Downer. 
I should have. We should have ran th- gone through these questions beforehand because there's. That's, I'm just vicariously uh, depressed now. <laughs> it's giving me a horrifying glimpse of provincial misery, and I don't want to go there. I, <laughs> I also think like the fact that you've said it, and this person has said it in the message. They're like, "That's a life changing amount of money for them. Be happy for them, you ungenerous yeah. bitch." Yeah, what, that's a life changing amount for them, and I want half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will only take that attitude into my future divorces. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. If it's your friend, you want to scratch for their fucking 21st shot. That is, that whole setup is Karen wants 20 bucks back. Adjacent. <sighs> adjacent. Okay. It's adjacent. It is giving Karen, isn't it's, it's it? It's really adjacent. Yeah. Have you, <laughs> in saying that, I've definitely bought scratches for, no, I've never bought scratchy for someone who's won. I've never bought scratches for people. I buy them for myself because they're a really good time. Yeah, I love a, I do love yeah. a scratchy. I love an, and I do actually play lotto quite a lot. You do? You go on about like, oh, it's 42 mil this week? Or it's so delusional. Is it ever that much? It's it's so delu- it was 47 million the other week. Where does that money come from? Um, Kai Koei. Uh, <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's the highest number of contributors to the lotto fund. Oh, it's, it's that's, da- that's, that is, that's class violence. That's that da- is class that's violence. Class violence. You know. It's real darkness. Yeah. And this 47 mil was won by someone from Parapara Umu, which is where I was born and grew up. What do they do there? Sheep sharing? No. Uh, no. No, couldn't be more wrong. I really wrong. mean fish and chips. Uh, uh, no, yeah, yeah, couldn't be more wrong. It is a small town on the Cuppy Coast, about an hour north of Wellington. Okay, fish, uh, fish. Uh, no. no. Uh, <laughs> look, now's not the time to go into Parapara Umu's primary industry. Um, Gas extraction? No. That, no. <laughs> <laughs> Human trafficking? I was like, what? <laughs> it's just a small town. Who lives there? Mendel McCann? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, not anymore. Not anymore, not anymore. <laughs> I just can't uh, shake Madeline. She's just forever in my mind. I, I think I'm always too... Said Sam looking wistfully out the window, wondering where she is right at this Tim's moment. Tim's window. I think yeah. I'm always two seconds away from reeling it back to Madeline McCann, even when we're talking about scratches and Invercargill. I know, and we've got to watch the Madeline McCann references. They, I think they became irrelevant five to ten years ago. But Yeah, um, it's giving churgy. Uh, yeah, I just cannot, will not let her go. Uh, <laughs> Seth. Unlike her parents. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? We're trying to also do a new thing where we don't cut the podcast, so that's staying in. That's staying in, yeah. That's staying in. Okay, let's go. Let's. So, long story short, sorry, Rachel. Um, you need to build a bridge and get over it, and uh, that's really cooked of you to and even... And stop going back to Vicago. <laughs> stop going back. It's just cuddle ties. When you give something, you give it freely, so that's on you, girl. Yeah, so cut ties with the scratchy, cut ties with gore, you know, just leave it alone. Leave oh, it alone. Is it my turn now to read the question? You're reading the next one. Hey, Rats, I, bracketed 31, capital F, presumably meaning female, have been with my girlfriend for three years and she just, she just told me she wants us to open up our relationship. Oh, no. um, I would be fine with this and have been poly in the past. Didn't end well. You know, shit, you fucking idiot. Um, but we have <laughs> never explored that in my current relationship. But I'm pretty sure this is just because she has a crush on her friend and wants to sleep with them. What the fuck do I do, Shanti? Oh, are we allowed to say the names? Well, she said it. Okay, well, we, we might have to bleep that actually. Sorry, Tim. That's one... Um, yeah, the, that's yeah. one bleep. Yeah, one bleep. Um, okay, first of all, I would all, just like to say uh, I've been in almost this exact situation. You have been in almost this exact situation, and I know I just expressed a disdain at the at the poly ref. Yeah, um, I'm all for open relationships, but polyamory can go fuck itself and die. I think polyamory is for crazy white people, and mm, mm. I don't think it's real. Mm, I don't think it's real. Much like tax, I don't um, think polyamory <laughs> is real. <laughs> Much like the IRD, it's a yeah. fictional entity. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, come on, you can't, when you're in a 
I do. I agree with you. I think you only you can set the boundaries for your relationship. Mm. But I would say have a good talk to your girlfriend because, like, is if she just has a desire to fuck one other person, maybe just negotiate off that. But po- being entirely polyamorous is giving. I want to break up and be a slut. Yeah, and actually, you know what? I know I was just shitting on polyamory, but I think it is really interesting that we're moving into um, a readiness or an openness to to be to be flexible with it, with how we do relationships. You know, I think that is yes. really exciting. Um, are there just too many dreads? Uh, there are too many too many dreads. The in this. patchouli <laughs> does reek. Um, <laughs> I think my my and you can be polyamorous without you know. Go on a kiwi burn. Like, that's... Can you? I think you can. I think you can. I'm yet to see it, but I, <laughs> I, accept, that it re- I accept that it's real. <laughs> I think my thing is, like, you can't just put a big blanket sticker over your relationship and be like, wear this, and then that gives you free reign to be hurtful. And that's mm. been my experience with polyamory in the past with a partner who did something very similar. We ended up breaking up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and that's all I'm yeah, going to say. Of course I know. I know. You know, but that's all the listeners are going to know. Uh, and obviously, you know, I've been in an open relationship before, and but I, so distinct from being in a polyamorous one. Like, oh, we were just sexually open, and our adventures were discreet, whereas some of the experiments in polyamory I've seen, they've got, you know, your primary partner bringing their secondary partners around for, for unholy dinner parties and things like that, and then wondering, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know... <laughs> <laughs> and then wondering why you're later being charged with homicide. You know, like, yeah, yeah when things sour, it's like, no shit, Sherlock. It, um, but here I have to caveat myself it, again. Like, everyone's different. Everyone's totally different. I can only 100%. do an open relationship if it's working on that sort of um, level of discretion where, you know, your, your adventures are private. They're yours. Maybe if you wanted to share share a playmate, then you can sort of openly negotiate that, blah, blah, blah. I'm just loath to make sweeping generalizations about relationships and how they should operate because everyone is so fucking different. God, I'm just so understanding. Aren't I? God, just oh, <laughs> it's giving Oprah. It's giving, don't like, body shame uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting here being like polyamory sad. <laughs> um, look, if you feel, I would say to this, I, I would, love a gangbang. I just love a fucking gangbang. You do love a gangbang. You do love a gangbang. Yeah. Um, I would say if you feel uncomfortable, then maybe I would address that. And I also don't. I would try and maybe. I, if it was me, I would call my partner out and be like, do you want to be polyamorous or do you want to just fuck this one person? Mm. And let's talk about that and if we can make that work because I don't want you to put this big blanket thing and then I'm not allowed to have a response because you've put... You know, it's like that whole kind of therapy speak. Yeah. Using boundaries as an excuse for bad behavior, <clears throat> which Pardon is me. so Sorry, common. It's mostly common with, with um, men, so... You know, women are flawless in every way. Shape, form, flawless, 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 and without fault. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it sounds like a complicated issue that we we are. It sounds really complicated, <laughs> um, and that's life. So, what would, uh, what do you th- what in general? What do you think our advice would be? I would say just talk to them, talk to your partner. Yeah, I would say that's a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> you want advice? When I I can't, don't really have to give it to give on this. this I would particular say if issue, it was me, I would pro- I would feel um, usurped, um, chastised by the partner belittled, asking, belittled, asking for yeah, the well, yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I don't know if I should divulge this or not. I've Go. been in a situation where I'm the one sort of requesting an, an openness. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, and in hindsight, I feel like um, it worked for a little while, but then. Maybe we weren't specific enough about, about what the boundaries should, should have been and things like that, you know? Yeah. We, there wasn't enough communication. Um, 
and it ended up the openness ended up creating too much breathing space to the point where it, it, it often, distanced you yeah at off times it felt like we weren't even in a relationship anymore yes. because we did have too much too much liberty so it was you know like but then we'd sort of come back so i can't say that that was something that was bad for the relationship it just it just it, there's a lot of space there i actually don't think open relationships or polyamory would work with someone who needs to be constantly affirmed yeah, and see, I have realised that about myself. I actually do need a bit more affirmation than yeah. I would like to. I would like to think of myself as a person who's like, mm. I'm an independent woman. And I'm not casting aspersions on anybody who, do, no. who recognises that they require affirmation. You know, because we're all different. We're all come from and different we all walks have of needs, life, and they're yeah. valid. Yeah, we all have needs. Um, for example, you're dairy intolerant. Um, and gluten intolerant. And yeah, gluten I'm intolerant. sitting here eating a uh, potato chip pie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so I don't know. That's a big one, Shanti. That's a big one. You know what? Absolute love and light to you. Yeah, love and light. We support you. We support <laughs> you in your decision. Light. And if you want to dump her, that's that's you go, girl. And there's always someone hotter. There's always someone hotter. Do you know what? I think I've, I can't remember if I said this on the pod. My what? old workmate at Children's Street said this thing to me that was truly one of the most harrowing things I've ever seen. And he was like, loyalty is just a symptom of lack of choice or lack of options. Doesn't that make you want to fucking end it all? That makes me want to get really hot and move to LA. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to cut ties. Yeah, Sweet. yeah. Loyalty. Oh, that sounds like an ugly people problem. Yeah. <laughs> Loyalty. Isn't that a boat that sank in the 1920s? <laughs> okay. Ugly people problems, baby. Ugly people problems. Ugly people problems, baby. Okay, I'm ready for the next one. Oh, I remember this from the I remember this one from the live show. Like, what is it? Hi, I'm a huge fan of the pod and have listened to every ep the day they come out. Okay, slay. I appreciate that. Appreciate I really that. appreciate that. We love As you. As someone who doesn't need constant information, I really appreciate that. Sam's a Leo. He needs information. Yeah, I do. My friends and I are obsessed with you two. I want merch, oh. babies. Oh, we are merch in the works. That's it, in the works. Merch in the works. In the works. Okay, Stay cool. tuned. Stay cool, tuned. Cool, cool. Anyway, oh. Anyway, I broke my boyfriend's dick by riding him. Oh, of course I remember this one. By riding him too hard, I assume, <laughs> three weeks ago. And ever since it's happened, he's been real sooky to me. What the fuck? Sorry I was such a good route. When it happened, he was obs in heaps of pain and we stopped and he kept saying, it's fine. And then the next morning, he left the house super early before I even got up. And yeah, he was going to the emergency room. <laughs> he's going to the fucking emergency room. Wait for it. And ever since, he's been real evasive and doesn't want to go out or we definitely haven't had sex since then. And he's just real short with me all the time now. Like, honestly, to know what's happening. To know what I'm supposed to feel bad about. Dick's heel, but this sookie bitch's mood hasn't yet. Is he worth breaking up over? Shut the fuck oh up. You oh are not well. Yeah. <laughs> what on earth? Oh what on earth? Oh you have physically damaged someone and you're calling them a sookie little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Take a cold shower. Why haven't we had sex in a while? Because you broke my dick in half. Because you broke it in half. What the yeah, because you broke. Because last time we fucked, you broke it in half, and I'm healing, and now it looks like a monkey's ball. This like it's poor just, man. Yeah. This poor man. And also, sorry, I'm such a good root. Everybody Yeah. Everybody Everybody <laughs> Baby, how good a root are you if you're sending someone to the emergency room? Oh God. <laughs> That's like peeling someone's skin off and being like, oh, sorry, I'm really good at rubbing sunscreen in. Oh, Fuck off. I'm like all my insides are clenched. I, just thinking about that. I know that it is possible for for it to for your dick to snap when it's erect. Oh, that's happened. You know what? Well, that's happened to you. Well, not my penis because I don't have a penis. My enormous clip. But my I huge have clip. My ex boyfriend, his banjo used to snap all the time. 
Ugh. And the, the horrible thing is, once this is what I need to say to you, sweetheart, is that once your banjo <laughs> snaps once, it heals, but it takes a bit of time, and then they're quite sensitive and they'll snap again. So this man is li- is she he's physically recovering? <laughs> Leave him alone! <laughs> what the fuck? Or maybe you know he, he can just finger you for a little bit, or he can just eat you out, or maybe you can peg him. I don't know. How would you feel if someone snipped your flaps? <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't want to fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're, we're teetering into female circumcision territory here. Um, and I thought we were done with politics for the day. <laughs> Desert Flower is one of my favorite books. Um, <laughs> Desert Flower? Desert Flower. Oh, it's a great book. Yeah. That circumcision yeah. chapter is horrific. Um, I'm having some work done. Oh, cosmetic? No, Sharia. Yeah. <laughs> we, Samuel, <laughs> that has to... S- <laughs> Tim is howling, which is my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> Honestly, he's he should be dumping you. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, girl. What? How hot is he? I want to know. How hot is he? How big was the dick? Because there weren't too many details about the dick. There apart weren't from too many details about the dick. The fact of it's breaking. Long story short, don't break up with him. Just give him space to physically give him space. <laughs> give him space <laughs> to heal. <recover>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give him space. Maybe some antiseptic, you know. Uh, <laughs> a gauze here, a gauze there, you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I simply won't affirm that question, but I love that you wrote into us. <laughs> yeah. I want and a picture. Love, Maybe we... if you're listening, the person who are sending that question, um, if you do have a photo of the, of the broken dick, I actually would be really curious to see what it looks like in its, in its devoted state. Is that a legal... They'd have. <laughs> that feels really ethically. Ambiguous. I'm a gay man. Dick pics are a form of currency, even if they are medical ones. Oh, I haven't got a dick pic in so long. Lesbian. <laughs> That's not an insult. <laughs> you stupid cunt. <laughs> I haven't got a dick pic in a while either. I've been absolutely voluntary celibate. You have. Voluntary celibate, yeah. You have. My hymen's regrown. Yeah, I, I was just trying. To, I was like, I don't know. Think I don't really think mine's regrown, but you know. When I come back to Auckland, though, I'm going to um, break the seal again. I'm definitely going to. Oh yeah. Um, be making heavy use of first Thursdays at K-Row. Centurion. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have to get all my monkeypox vaccines though. Jib jab. Yes, jib jab, jib jab. Yeah, you're at the bit Am I on the next question? I can't give too much. Okay, okay, what summarize our advice to this person? um, Our advice: just give give the man give the man some time and shut the fuck up. Um, (laughs) But also, you know, to us, it's obvious that the reason you haven't had sex is because his dick is broken. But maybe you're sensing that there's some some other underlying theme or issue that's not dick related. Oh, that's insightful. Yeah. So maybe um, maybe it's it's brought something something else to light so, uh, something else to light some other dynamic that needs addressing there's a non-dick thing at play here yeah mm. hence the, I see what you're saying fuck and, I'm good fuck you're good <laughs> fuck I'm good oh my god therapy <laughs> yeah. meanwhile I'm sitting here being like you're horrific yeah therapy I don't, I don't get it th- but I, I don't it. think you're horrific sweetie but I do think <laughs> I do think calm down and um, yeah okay this is the next one this is the next one gals I'm in big trouble since the lockdown Lockdowns, I've been getting into porn in a big way. I recently had, recently had a few hookups and struggled to get hard, even though at last two of the guys, the last two guys were hot as fuck. I'm freaked out that I'm a porn addict and it's ended my sex life. But also I saw a thing on TikTok that porn addiction doesn't actually exist. Help. Um, okay. 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 
I, TikTok is not a purveyor of facts no, for starters. I think first of all, if you ne- if you're looking for any kind of um, affirming advice, you've come to the right place. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, stay off TikTok. Like TikTok therapy, Instagram therapy, all of it. It's it's not specific. It is general advice, mm. which therefore can be really useful. Mm. But I would also say take it with a goddamn grain of salt because mm. they don't know your situation and the nuances and the crevices of it. Mm. Also, that I think we're so hysterical, like morally hysterical about porn addiction. Oh, yeah. Just, I now remember this question from the live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have had, like, society has had erotic ideals since forever. They are just a, a part of of how, you know, I don't know. They're just a part of being human. I mean, the caveman drawings had little dicks. Big old titties. Big ga- old titties. Gushing <laughs> puss. You know? <laughs> you know? And welcome to this drawing from uh, 2000 <laughs> BC. Uh, we've titled this Gushing Puss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gushing Puss. Gushing Puss. Like, for, for fuck's sake, porn is great. I fucking love porn. I think, if anything, there should be more erotic content than there already is. Or I would love for it to bleed over into a more public context. Or maybe that's not ideal, but... It sounds more like... I would say that the shame around the porn is not helping as well. Porn is never the... I often, I porn often is not think, the problem. Porn's porn not, not the, the cause. It's not yeah. even the cause. And I think too often it sort of gets scapegoated as, as the cause. Like it's generally... I've had this conversation recently with someone who I won't name about a partner who was, you know, quote unquote, porn addicted. Yeah. But it was, it was another... There was something else at, at play. Porn was just a symptom, you know? Interesting, like a sort of repression or a shame or a... Uh, for them, they had like a, a, an intimacy block and they were just using the porn addiction as an excuse. And in reality, they probably just weren't, weren't good for each other as partners. Maybe that's something similar to what your experience, this person who's emailed us is experiencing. Are porn addiction? I watch so much no, of it and I don't consider it an addiction. It is just a part of my media consumption. I just I mean it. that they've got an intimacy block, which I would say is symptomatic of the complete disconnect we've experienced over the massive lockdowns. Mm, mm. You know, when you're not... You're not seeing anyone for so long. Mm. You're only interacting in sort of parasocial ways. And your primary sexual pleasure is through porn and the internet and yourself. And then when you're finally meeting up with someone, there's been such a big, long disconnect for such a period of time that it's, intimacy is hard. It takes practice. It's a muscle. It takes work. So no wonder you're feeling... But there's also an acknowledgement at the moment of people who, are, who prefer porn over partners. And instead of pathologizing it, they're just calling themselves solo sexual. Interesting. And so maybe that's an interesting way to think about it is like um, porn is just another potential partner and a sea of potential partners. And a sea of potential partners. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, get it. Slay. <laughs> I mean, slay. But I would say. What's our advice to this person I then? I would say my advice to this person would be don't focus on beating yourself up about loving the porn or or feeling like you need the porn. But I would also focus on trying to build healthy intimacy with partners. And if that includes porn, that just includes porn. Porn is just such a big part of how gay men fuck anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, putting on a bit of porn, watching a bit of porn while you're fucking is, is, pretty, is pretty standard. And if you can't... Uh, look, I have never had a personal issue if I'm with someone and they can't get it up. That's not their fault. It's not my fault. It just happens. Mm. Um, and there's so many other things that you can do that don't involve penetration. Uh, or, penetration. One or of the perks of being a bottom. Play, or even like fo- just, you know, there's so many other things you can do. I am, um, you know, one of the perks of being a bottom is that I never really have to worry about this. No, you don't. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have to worry about it either, babes. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> But that, I would say just don't, that's not a shameful thing. So our advice is, oh, I can't give it because I can't relate. Uh, no jokes. Oh. Okay. 
<laughs> I would say very. Um, I would say brave and also slay. <laughs> And I would also say, get it. I would say if you're loving porn at the moment and you're in, more interested in porn than you are in having an actual partner right now, what's wrong with that? Literally, what's wrong with that? Yeah, maybe you, your interest in having an actual partner will uh, um, come back later, you know? Yeah, it's, sexuality is such a moving target day. Sometimes you're really... Like, sometimes I am on my Satisfy Pro 2 like a cat in heat. And I just wanted to go oh, and see you look through Oh, God. So sick. Oh God! So oh, you just a sweaty ball of flesh in the corner of your room, just like. Yeah. And then other times I don't want to touch it, and I think that's okay. Sometimes you want to have more it's sex than other times. Okay. It's all okay. It's all okay. That's all okay. Um. So you're all good. That's my advice. You're all good. You're, you're all, good. all good. You're all good. You're all good. <laughs> okay. What's the next one? That that was the last one. Was it the last one? Oh, yeah. Well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, but if you have any more questions, please send them through. So we, so, so we are going to. Uh, this will be exclusively available for our Patreon users. If mm. you have a question, query, or qualm, Samuel and I will answer them, and they will be available to listen. On as long there. as it's a general qualm, I'm not taking criticism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a bit in my there's a bit in my stand-up that it's like I am extremely white, so I have at least four allergies: gluten, dairy, eggs, and criticism, constructive yeah, criticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> Oh god. Okay, cool. What is that? Does that wrap that segment? What would be your advice to me? Well, go for it. Well, slay. Um, lay off the dairy. You're intolerant. Lay off the dairy. <laughs> That's it. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> I don't think that's solid advice. I think that's, that's real solid. I think that's super solid. I'm actually not that dairy intolerant. <laughs> My flatulence is not your issue. <laughs> my flatulence. It, well, it sometimes is. And in closed spaces, it is. I think my advice to you would be snail mucin. No, just... Wow. As a preventative. Wow. As a preventative. Wow. As a, that would be my general advice to everybody. Do I look that dry right now? I think we're just tired. Oh, my... Wow. <laughs> we're being so honest today. Wow. <laughs> Wow. But that would be my general advice to everybody. No, no, no. Oh, loud and clear, babe. Loud oh. and clear. Got it. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. No, no, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. And also, Botox is for everyone. Wow. That was my general oh, she's advice. Okay, general, yeah. That was cool. my general. What's cool. your general advice? I've said it. I've said it. Lay off the dairy. Yeah, I've said it. <laughs> I've said it. You know, I was, I was walking a path of kindness. You chose violence. I mean, that's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And that's come see, come sa. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Have you got any advice for us, Tim? No. Okay. In the episode. Okay. And on that note, I've um, been Johanna Cosgrove. And I've been Sam Takani. And you've been listening to Rats, Rats in, in the, the gutter. gutter. I guess I'll go moisturise now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>